Hello. It is the <clears throat> I don't know. It's the twenty second. Friday the twenty second. And it is eleven oh three. It's June. Um since I did one of these talks. I don't remember what specifically I talked about last time. Right now I'm in the Airbnb and I'm leaving right now. <clears throat> to go out and go strolling around. Um... No, I'm not talking right now. Not, not saying much. That's partly because. Oh boy, it's really windy out. Hmm. Well, I'll just stay in here then. I don't really know what to talk about. I had a bit of a a vision, I guess you might call it. And I, when, I, when I think, when I, when I hear somebody say that, or when I even hear myself say that, I can picture what somebody might think. I had a vision. It's like you're standing there, and all of a sudden the scene, the whole world changed in front of your eyes. And oh, and the, and the sky had opened up, and there I saw, on a black horse, three goblins, and in, in one's hand a silver ball, and in the other's hand a great flaming sword. And that's not how a vision happens for me. For me, it's... I'm <clears throat> sitting, or standing, or walking, or doing whatever, and... I'll have something come to my mind. Like, imagine me saying, picture a red car. It's, a, it's some sort of sports car. Okay, now you're picturing a red car. And it's some kind of sports car. Maybe it looks like uh, a, a Lotus. Maybe it looks like some Tesla thing. Maybe it looks like a McLaren. Maybe it's a Corvette. But you're picturing some sort of sleek sports car. M maybe you're picturing a muscle car. When I said sports car, maybe your mind went to that. But I'm going to guess you, 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 your mind jumped to some kind of futuristic-looking sports car. <clears throat> Something that goes 0 to 60 in less than 3 seconds. Something that's real quick and, and sexy and costs a couple hundred thousand dollars. Or $80,000, something like that. What you probably didn't picture when I said... Sorry about that. When I said picture a sports car, was a Mexican restaurant with a bowl of chips and some salsa next to it. You, you probably didn't picture that. Well, <clears throat> when I have a vision, it's it's that it's something comes to my mind, and sometimes it'll be something that somebody says 
that sparks this vision. Usually that's how it works. I'll be talking to my wife is the most common way that it happens. She'll say something and that'll paint a picture in my mind. I'll go, oh, that, that makes me think of this. I, I just, I saw something in my head when you said that. <clears throat> this morning we were talking about how the things that we see, the, a coffee table, a, a box of papers, a, a couch, a bed, a comforter on the bed, a pillow, a, a, a painted wall. Maybe it's got a mural on it. Maybe, maybe it's just a wall in the house. It's painted white and it's got a light socket in it. It's just a plain old or electrical outlet. Um, uh, uh, a fan, uh, a t-shirt, a, a, a wall heater. All the things that we see. We can't see all of the connections that brought that thing into being. What we see is the thing that has been brought into being. I've, I've talked about this before, that we can't see... I mean, let me try and think of something simple so I, it doesn't have to be, get too complex. Let's say um, you go to uh, a farmer's market or a crafts fair kind of thing where there's booths set up and people have those little pop-up tint those little awnings that you can just pop up and somebody is selling it says it's like they've got a little sign there and it says handmade by jim <clears throat> and they're they're little placards that are carved out of wood and he's making some right there and it's people's last name and maybe it's got a little hummingbird on it or or a flower my mic just came up or there's a um a dog or some sort of little artistic flair. Sorry about the, the noise here. I'm trying to get my mic back in position. There we go. And um, you can go up to him and be like, oh, hi, could you make us a sign? Sure, what's your last name? Uh, para. Do you want it to just say Para? Or do you want it to say The Paras? Do you, what, what else would you like on there? Well, how about, uh, yeah, let's do the paras, and we'll leave it up to you what you want to put in on there. Some, something, some sort of plant or, or nature, flower or something like that. Okay, sure, I'll do it. It'll be $10 per letter, so we're looking at uh, 70 bucks, plus the flower is an extra $25, or 95 Plus labor here should take me about half an hour to do that. All right, so it'll be $150 for your custom-made sign. Okay, cool. He makes his sign and then he hands it to me. <clears throat> or we go shopping and then we go wandering around. Half an hour later we come back, he gives us a sign. All right, neat. What I can't see is how that guy got into woodcrafting, how those tools that he used to make that woodcrafting how, how he purchased them. I can't see the decisions that he made that led to him purchasing a car that he used to get to the craft fair. I don't, I can't see all of the decisions that he's made concerning his marital status, be that married or single or whatever it is. I can't see all the connections tying him to the, the movies and the books that he's read. But what I see is the sign that he made for me, which is all of those things. Do you see what I'm saying? 
let me say this another way. When Vera and I first got together and Vera was a bit overweight, more than she is now, and I was fairly underweight, and we were talking about people that are attractive and they're, you know, does, is it, do you think this person's attractive or that person's attractive or I don't, I don't even know how it came up, but her asking me or I asking her about various individuals celebrities or whatnot and somehow at some point the conversation led to well do you think that overweight people can be attractive and I said that's that's a complex question it's not a simple yes or no thing and after much conversation what I told her was that the physical um, how, how do I would put that? I was going to say physical manifestation, but that's not quite right. What I see when I look at someone is a representation of a lot of things. So when I see somebody like The Rock or Ronnie Coleman, a professional bodybuilder, or Arnold Schwarzenegger back when he was a professional bodybuilder, or even today, I can see that those people put a heck of a lot of time into their body. That's something that they care and spend a lot of time and energy about or on. If I see somebody that is on a street corner and it looks like they maybe haven't had a shower in a, in a while and it smells like they haven't had a shower in a while and they're holding a beat up ratty sign that looks like it's gotten wet a few times and it's just kind of wrinkly and, and bent and looks like it was maybe <clears throat> written on the the bottom of a an old pizza box and it says anything helps god bless something like that that person i can instantly tell doesn't put as much time and energy into their body as the person that is the 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 bodybuilder that has sculpted muscles. And you might say, well, yeah, Adele, but you can't say that that person's not valid. I'm not saying that person's not valid. What does that even mean, not valid? They're not valid? What? I, well, you can't say that that they're, they're just not, that they're worthless. I didn't say that they're worthless. Well, you can't say that, you know, some humans are, are more you know, worthwhile of attention and, and better, they're just better people than, than other ones. Well, I, I can say that, actually. You, you might not agree with me, and that's fine, but I, I will absolutely say that there are some people that are better human beings than other people that are not. This is something that I haven't ever heard any of the atheists talk about. I wasn't really intending for this conversation to go this way, but actually worked out pretty well. Um, I mentioned this the other day to Vera, and I was, it was when I was watching a recent chat between Sam Harris and Dave Rubin, I watched maybe a quarter of, of their, their conversation. I just, I've heard so many of the things that they say on, on these chats said in almost the exact same way over and over and over again. And so unless they're, unless, I like Sam Harris. For the most part, I think he's 
very clear and concise and, and intelligent speaker for the most part. I think there are some things that he doesn't give the proper respect that really should. I think his whole atheist thing, like a lot of people, I don't think they think about it in the same way that I think about it. And so I think there's a bit of a disconnect that happens and you can see that play out when somebody like Jordan Peterson talks to an atheist. They're, they're not talking the same language at certain points. And so they're, it's like they're both driving cars and they're both right next to each other on the road. And up ahead is a hillside. And one of them decides to go off to the right through the tunnel. They just go off that way and, and then they go through the tunnel. But the other one decides to go up and over the pass on the left side and they see a little bit different scenery. And then they meet up back and they're back on the other side. Okay, if that hill represents a question, they're both going around it, they're both handling it in their own way. And one's going, well, I saw a tunnel. And I'm not saying that that's bad or the other side is better. I'm just saying that the one thing, well, I saw green trees on, on that side and, and snow. Well, I saw no snow. Well, one of you went on the south side where it gets more sun and so the snow is melted. And the other side saw the north side, which doesn't get all that much sun or less sun or maybe there's shade. And so you saw the snow. So there's no snow. Well, there is snow. And then they have this de debate about it. It's like, well, you're, you're just going about the, 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 the question or the problem or the issue in very different ways. And you're, you, you need to figure out how to communicate so that you can see the issue in the same way. And I think that's part of why Jordan Peterson won't answer the question of, do you believe in God with a yes or no answer? Because it's too dang complicated to just say yes or no, because it's not like asking, do you like vanilla ice cream? If you ask me, Del, do you like vanilla ice cream? And I say, yes, I do. You're probably not going to think, well, then why haven't you changed your underwear? I'm sorry, what? Well, you just said you like vanilla ice cream. Uh, uh, yeah. What does that have to do with my underwear? Well, everybody knows that if you say that you like vanilla ice cream, that means that you wear diapers on your feet and that you poop down your leg and it, hope that it goes into the diaper and that's, that's what that means. And so you probably have, have messy underwear right now. What? No, that's, that's not what liking vanilla ice cream like means. Not like means, that, that's not what that means. If you ask me, Del, have you ever licked a, a stamp and put it on an, on an envelope to send it in the mail to somebody? And I said, yes. You might go, okay, cool. I understand what you mean. But you're probably not gonna go, well, that's really dangerous because when you play with rats, they might have diseases. Okay, well, I don't know what we're talking about right now. I don't, I don't think you asked me what you think you asked me because there, there's no rats in the equation of licking a postage stamp, so I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> All right. I got on this by talking about people that take care of their bodies, some people that don't. Some people are more valid or more worthwhile than other people. Some people are better human beings. All right. Some people don't want to hear that. They do not want to hear you say 
that there are some human beings that are better representations and better um, versions of a human than other people. No, 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 no. They don't want to think. They don't want to hear that. They want to. They just think that everybody is this this blank slate, and you can do whatever you want. Anything that you put your mind to, you can do. Well, I can't ever do the things that LeBron James does. I, I just. It doesn't matter how much training, how much energy I put into it. I won't be six foot. Let's find out how tall he is. Google it right now. LeBron James height. LeBron James height. He's 6'8". I'm never going to be 6'8". That's a full foot and two inches taller than I am right now. I, I'm not. That's not going to happen. Maybe if I underwent some crazy surgery, but my body wasn't built to be that tall, so it would be really weird. Maybe they, maybe they cut my legs at the shin in half and install some foot and a half stilts in there. All right, well, that's just ridiculous because now I'm all, I've got these really long stilt legs that are wobbly and, and, and it's just all out of whack. His body is proportional. He, he was built and, and his genes made him that big. My genes made me this big. So to say that, and you, you can follow this, let's put what I was just going to say on hold for a second. You can follow this to almost anything. There are some people that are better pianists than other people. To think that anybody, oh, if you just wanted it bad enough, you, you could be as good as Mozart at composing. Oh, if you just, if you just wanted it bad enough, you, you could totally be in, in Jeff Bezos' position. Oh, if you, you just you just don't want it bad enough. If if you really wanted to, you could beat Conor McGregor in a fight. You absolutely could. You just you just you just don't want it bad enough. Oh, if you, if you wanted it bad enough, you could be the next uh, Jeff Gordon. If if you try, if you just put your mind to it. Well, what if the person that really wants it doesn't have legs? How are they going to be the next uh, the best NASCAR driver? Oh, if you just wanted it bad enough, you could be the next Usain Bolt. It doesn't matter that you were born without feet. That's okay. What? Uh, that doesn't make sense. I don't know any high ranking or, or real, like, okay, here's a good one. You were born without arms? Well, if you just dream your dreams, you'll be able to be the next Floyd Mayweather or Muhammad Ali. You'll be the world's best boxer without arms? How does that work? Well, you just you just have to hope and dream and believe. What? No, no, that's not. It's just not, it's not going to work. There's some people that are really they're they're kind of set. People are set up to do different things, and I'm not saying that you can't deviate from that a little bit here and there, or even quite a lot of bit. But there are, there are certain things that you it's just not going to happen. I don't, I don't care how much energy or mental power you put into it. It's, it's just not going to happen. So once you can admit that there are some people that are better than other people at some things, then that means that there are some people 
than that are better at being human than other people. If there are some people that are really good at playing the cello, let's say Yo-Yo Ma, and there are some people that don't know how to play the cello at all, like myself, then it just goes to follow that there are some people that are better at handling their emotions than other people. There are some people that are more eloquent speakers than other people. There are some people that are able to express their ideas and their thoughts in the written word better than other people. I'm not saying that you can't learn to get better at these things. I'm, I can't really dribble a back. I mean, I can kind of dribble a basketball in place. I could probably do it sort of moving along, kind of walking awkwardly. Um, but I can't do it like LeBron James or Michael Jordan or Stephen Curry or anybody in the, the NFL or even high school. I, I, I have the, the ability of a maybe a, I was going to say a middle schooler, but no, not even that good. I mean, I, I, I can kind of move and dribble it. And yes, with, with a bit of practice, I could probably get better for sure. But again, I'm not going to become the next Stephen Curry. Even if I had started when I was, you know, eight or four with a basketball, oh, I'd be a heck of a lot better than, than a lot of people, sure. I might even have been able to go to college and play college ball, but my, my body type, maybe, maybe college, that, that's kind of pushing it. Probably high school would be the top. I mean, I'm I'm five six, five and a half. I'm not even five six. I'm not even five six. I'm five five, and a half. So I I, I, just, I just don't have. I'm like 135 pounds or so. I'm not the kind of person that plays basketball. I don't have the build for it. I don't have the build to be a linebacker in the NFL either. And there are high school kids that would just demolish me. I mean, maybe. Maybe a, a wide receiver or something, possibly. But you get my point here. There's only one Pablo Picasso. There's only one Chopin. And so when I hear people say, oh, everybody's is unique and special and, and, and everybody is valid and every okay, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Everybody's unique, yes, absolutely. Everybody's special, okay, I guess so. I don't know what you mean by that, but everybody is 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 worth like you giving a chance to. Yeah, okay, I guess so. Not everybody should just be taken out back and shot in the head. Yeah, I agree with that. Not everybody should be taken out back and shot in the head. You might go, well, do you think some people should? I don't know. I really don't. There are some really despicable people out there, and I don't know what the right answer is for some of those people. Like when I hear about the, the couple, the husband and wife that had their 12 kids or something like that, or eight kids or a, a bunch of kids locked up in a basement and chained down there. The, the oldest was like 29 years old and weighed 82 pounds or something. And they were, they were horribly malnourished. They call them like, like the torture couple or something like that. They're, they're being, if they get convicted, they're going to be sentenced to 90 years each in prison. That seems, I mean, I don't know if that's the right punishment. And you might go, oh, well, they just made a mistake. You know, they, they, they have good in them. You know, 
maybe so. And and I and I think you're right. I think there is probably some good in them somewhere. And this brings me back around to what that vision was this morning. Vera and I were talking about what I started this this chat with and talking about how you can't see everything. You can only see it's like imagine a, a piece of paper, okay? And at the center of the piece of paper is a, uh, let's say it's just, the, it's, a, it's a picture of the VHS of Star Wars, Episode Four: A New Hope. So it's just that. And then, or no, I think I described it in a, in a slightly different way. It's like a, a walking into a room and you see at the center of a wall, a really big wall, that VHS, it's on a little shelf at the center of this wall. Just this little shelf right there, and there's the VHS of Star Wars. Okay, and now from that VHS are lines, yarn, just going out, hundreds of them, thousands of them. And each of those lines is somebody that had something to do with the movie on any level. It could have been, it, it's all the actors for sure, all of the production team for sure, all of the accounting people for sure, and then all of those lines to all the actors and all the people, all of the people that you would see in the credits, start veering off from there. So from Mark Hamill, you've got his agent, and then you've got the his, the people that weren't in the movie, all of the, the, the people that, that helped him out, the, all the people that he ever talked to, his whole family, everyone that he's ever known throughout his whole life. The same thing for Carrie Fisher, the same thing for um, Harrison Ford. <clears throat> The same thing for everyone. It's just all, all these lines, all the way down to the the caterers and and the stuntmen and and the the gaffer and and the the key grip and all all of them. It's just all of their connections to all their family members. And then the lines just keep on going from all those family members and all the people that they ever talked to and all throughout time. Those lines would just go and go and go and they'd be thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of lines, hundreds of thousands, millions. It would go through, and they would just keep on going and reach back into all time. And you'd go, oh my goodness. And it, and it wouldn't just stop at all of the people, but every decision that those people had made. Every single decision. Every food that they had ever eaten. Every time that they had decided to litter. Every time that they had turned left instead of right. Every time that they had looked up instead of down. Every time that they had blinked. Every time that they had scratched their side. Every time they had picked their nose. For every one of those people. I mean, I, there's not enough space in the universe for all of those lines and those connections. It's, it's more possibilities than, than there are atoms in the universe. I can say that with, with absolute confidence. It's, it's just connections upon connections. About It's just pretty much infinite. The only reason it's not infinite is because infinite is because Star Wars has been made and it's and it's done a new hope. So it it came together all of those things, all of those actions, all of it came together and then made Star Wars and boom, there it is at the center. All of those lines just pooling together, coalescing into that movie. And when Vera was saying you can see 
all of those lines, you can see all of those connections, you can see all of those decisions, all of those actions, all of the, the words, all of the things that people said. And when something has more honesty and more truth behind it, it shows. You can see it. And I agree. You can see it in all kinds of things. When you walk up to um, a, a piece of furniture in a really high-end, high upscale furniture gallery, and you look at the joints, and they're just expertly, perfectly shaved down. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the tolerances are just so, and the pieces fit together perfectly, like expertly cut puzzle pieces. And it just, everything fits just right. And the leg of the, of the chair fits just perfect in there, and it's cut exactly right. And then the, the, it sweeps this way for the hand rest, and it's just perfectly sanded and smooth. And you just, you sit in it, and you just go, wow. There's no jostling around. It's not janky. It's not some old cruddy yarn chair, lawn yarn, yarn chair. I combined lawn and yard. Some sort of um, lawn chair that you found at a Goodwill because somebody got rid of it because they didn't. They, they only spent 15 bucks on it at a Walmart that was made in some shop in, shop in China. They, people there didn't care. They, all they were doing is trying to get as many of these damn chairs out the factory as they could each day because... That's their job, and well, that's what we do. And you look at that chair, that, that, that one chair that somebody spent, say, 20 hours building, and it's done, and it's just gorgeous, and it's stained, and it's got a nice finish to it, and it's, you could, you've, it's got a nice weight to it, and you can tell, man, this thing is sturdy, and it's well-built, and it would last me a very long time. You can see the care and the decisions and that can happen from one person all of those lines all of those decisions all those thousands and millions and billions trillions of lines could all come down to one person and that weight on that person could be almost almost unbearable bad garbage weight on them but they could make a decision that makes it completely good what i mean is the person that made that chair that I just described, that expert craftsman chair, maybe that person came from a, a terrible background. They're just, it was just all of their ancestors. It was just abuse and just as back as far as you can go. It was just misery and pain and just absolute horror and just garbage after garbage after garbage after garbage. Let's take that family, the, the, the torture couple, for example. I don't know what their home life was like, but maybe let's say both of their parents were just beat them and then they met together and then they had this bond of, of, oh, well, you were horribly abused and tortured. Well, so was I. Hey, well, at least we got that in common. Let's be friends and let's get married and let's have a bunch of kids that we can horribly abuse and torture. Sounds like a plan. Let's get to it. I don't know, but maybe their parents' parents and their parents' 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 shit on shit on shit on shit and just terrible 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 and then here they have these 12 kids and it's just dumping garbage onto them just shit 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 just pooping on their heads and beating them and feeding them basically nothing well now that those kids are out of there and they're I, I, eating actual meals i don't i don't know what happened to them i don't know where they're at but let's say one of them 
all the other ones, maybe, let's just say that all the other ones go and do who knows what. I don't know. I was going to say, let's say all of the 12, let's say 11 of them commit suicide. They just can't handle it. That, that would be really sad. But at the same time, I would go, you know, that's, I, I can see why. It's not as though I'd go, what? Your life was so amazing. You had such a good life. You had everything going for you. Why'd you do that? No, I, I could understand. I, I'd go, yeah. Yeah, you had, um, you were living on hell on earth and you decided that you're just done. So you just stopped playing that game, all of the games, and you ended yourself. I get it. I mean, I, I, I'm not in your position, so I, I don't get it on a, on, it's not like, oh, I've stubbed my toe as well. I know what that feels like. Yeah, that sucks. No, I, I don't know what it's like. And I've stubbed my toe, but I haven't been tortured by horrible parents, so I don't know what that's like. And I'm glad. But let's say one of those kids goes on and does something amazing with their life. Let's hope all of them do. But let's just use one for an example. It's a lot easier to talk about one ex example as opposed to 12. Let's say this person goes on to write a book. A book about how, you know, their, how horrible their life was and what it was like growing up in that environment. And then they go on to talk to people and, and help uh, victims of abuse and they you know say here's what I did and you you know I came out of a situation really bad worse than most people will ever even have to think about and I'm doing okay now and here's how I did it Here, here's what I did to to get out of the worst position of my life I was as depressed as depressed can get and now I'm better Here's, here's, here's what I did. And so when Vera and I were talking about this and all these connections and how you can see when something is made with honesty and truth behind it, that's when I had this vision. And this vision that I had, and I told Vera, I said, imagine, imagine you're inside of a hamster ball. Like, if you've ever seen those balls that you can get inside and run down a hill, if you'll have get grassy hill and you get inside this large inflatable ball and you go tumbling down, imagine you're in something like that. But it's completely, well, it's not completely, but it's, it's like 99% black. It's kind of like swirling black with a, with a tiny bit of gaps in it, just these really thin, spaghetti-thin it's kind of like smoke, just swirling smoke. And you know that there's light outside of that swirling smoke that you're inside, but everywhere you turn around, it, like, I, like I said, it's, it's completely surrounded you. So any way you look, you just see this swirling smoke. And every once in a while, you can see a glimpse of light come in. It's kind of an array of light as though coming through clouds. And so you know that there's light beyond this, this swirling globe that you're in, but you, you can't get to it. Every time you walk, it just travels with you. So it just completely surrounds you everywhere you go. And I said, I, I see that, that globe of, of darkness, that's, that swirling smoke. That's, that's dishonesty. It's lies. It's, it's evil. It's bad. And the more you feed that, the more you lie, the more dishonest actions you take, the more you make poor choices, the larger that grows. And so 
as you lie, as you do something dishonest, as you steal and cheat and, and kick your dog and, and litter and fail to listen to your conscience and you, you do the things that you really shouldn't do and you slack off at work and you take extra, extra, extra breaks and you just waste time and you just continually feed this darkness. It grows and grows and grows. And so what happens is that as it grows, it expands and gets bigger and bigger. So at one point it was just like a hamster wheel around you, but then it gets as big as a pool and then it's as big as a house and then it's as big as a, a large school and then it's as big as a, 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 a stadium and then it's as big as a city and then it's as big as the country and then it's the whole world and you just can't get out of it. And it just feels worse and worse and worse. And it just grows and grows and grows. And the bigger it gets, the further away that light is. Or it seems. The thing is, is that the light is completely surrounding you. It's surrounding that globe of darkness at all times. So even if that globe of darkness is as big as the entire earth, and you're stuck at the center of it, the whole universe beyond that is all light. It's all good. It's just this this presence of 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 goodness and holy. So you might go, okay, well, how do I get rid of that that darkness? Well, you get rid of it by shrinking it, and you shrink it by you by telling the truth, by not wasting time at work, by not kicking your dog, by not throwing that wrapper outside of your 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 car by not lying by not cheating by not doing something dishonest by picking up that garbage when you walk by you see a trash can ahead of you and you think oh, i should pick up this cup but but the and you, and you go and you walk past it and you go no i am going to pick it up and then you pick it up and then you throw it away and you feel ah you know what i don't even care I didn't even I didn't do that because somebody was around me and I wanted to put on a show. I did it because I saw trash and the trash should go in the trash can. It should be properly disposed of and I wanted to get rid of it and I feel good about myself. I'm glad I did that. And you you do this over and over and over and that and it shrinks and it shrinks and it shrinks and it goes down from the world size because when you were lying all the time down to a to the, the country size and you're you're still lying sometimes but now you're doing it less. And then and the, you keep on shrinking, keep on shrinking it. Now it's down to the hamster ball. And you're pretty much, you've pretty much got it on lockdown. But then what happens is you keep on pulling it, you keep on shrinking it, but keep on telling the truth, and it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And what happens is it sucks right inside of you. And, it's, and you realize that, that the, 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 the seed, the tiny little speck from which that, that whole orb can grow is located right at the center of you. It, it grows from the very core of your being and it's fed and it grows when you lie and you and you do things that are dishonest and deceitful for lack of a better term when you sin when you miss the mark when you fail to listen to your Jiminy Cricket when you ignore him when you do what you want when you engage in impulses and you waste money or time or energy on on things that are, are worthless that's what makes it grow but when you go no i'm going to identify that 
I'm not going to do that. Then it shrinks and it gets smaller and smaller and it gets and it gets to the point where it's inside of you so tiny. You can never get rid of it. That's the thing. That's 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 when it starts to expand. That's that's the soonest thing and the fastest way that you can make it get bigger is by saying, "Oh, it's not there. I don't have that in me at all." No, 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 no. You do. You do have that in you. Every single person does. But by being honest about it, you can shrink it down to this tiny little infinitesimally small speck. It never goes away, but you can make it so close to gone, it, it may as well not be there. But it can grow over, it can grow instantly. The way you keep it small is by continually acknowledging that it's there. Yes, I have that piece in me that could grow and I could become a, a, a monster. I could turn into something horrific. I could. I have the ability to go on a murdering spree, but I'm not going to. I will not do that. Now you might ask, now this this is where the atheists, I think, get it a little bit wrong because they'll say, from what I understand, that the only reason that they need to avoid doing the raping and the murdering and the killing, and I, I think it's a very, very weak argument that the, that, that theists, people that believe in, in, in God and they, they have a religion. I think it's a pathetic and terrible argument that they use when they say, well, if you don't have God in your life, then why don't you just go out raping and killing everyone? Look, it's not, that, that's absurd. That's just, that's, that's crazy talk. Here's why they don't do that. It's, it's very simple. Here's why anyone that doesn't believe in any God doesn't do that. As far as I can tell, it's because they can see how much suffering it would cause their fellow human being. And they don't want to do that. I don't need to believe in God, a, a, a man in the sky, a God as so many people envision what God is to not go stabbing people. But, and this is, this is where it gets wonky and where the, the terminology gets weird. By not going and doing those things is evidence that I do believe in a God. And you might go, well, no, no, you don't have to believe in a God to do that. Well, we're saying the same thing. We're just using different words to do it. When I say God, I mean that highest ideal, that that perfect being, the being that doesn't have that speck in them. It's gone. They've actually completely eliminated it. That 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 being, they don't even have to worry about it anymore. They don't have to keep it in check because they've completely eliminated it. I believe that's the story of Christ. He took on all of the darkness of all of the people and all of the world for all time absorbed it into himself and then poof made it go away and so then he said just copy me just just do what i did and we'll be good and here is where i think that the atheist should start to pay attention a little bit because just as lebron james is really good at basketball and just as chopin was really good at playing the piano or composing for the piano i don't know if he actually played or not i imagine he did just as Federer is really good at tennis and just as Danica Patrick is really good at racing cars 
And just as Tom is really good at making shoes and being your friend on MySpace, I'm pretty sure it's a different Tom, but it was supposed to be funny. Just as Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos is really good at being the richest person on the planet. Just as Dr. Scholes is good at helping people get their feet figured out and on and on and on. There's somebody or there was somebody that was the best at being a human. They were a perfect human being. And I believe that that's what Christ was. And so in trying to emulate him, we're trying to emulate the best possible version of a human. And it's beneficial, beneficial to us to do that because, well, we need examples. Everybody needs an example to do anything. If you want to get really good at basketball, you're going to look at the people that have done really well in basketball. You're going to see how various people, how does Stephen Curry throw his, his three-pointers? Pointers. How, does, how does Joe Montana or, or Russell Sherman or Brett Favre or whatever? How do, how do they do these things? How did they get to these points? How did... How did Bob Ross paint his happy little trees? How did how did Steven Spielberg make his famous movies? What what did, what were his, his his shots like? What, what was his angles like? Why did, why does J.J. Abrams use so much lens flare? Whatever the the thing is. So yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and end there. Um, I guess I can talk a little bit more because part of the reason I wanted to mention all of this is because the job that I had recently, I was working at a plumbing company, I I left. I was there for a total of four days. And there was a lot to like about the job. I enjoyed the hands-on aspect of it. I enjoyed the problem-solving aspect of it. I enjoyed going to different people's homes and seeing, meeting people and, and, and getting in a van and driving out and fixing problems. I enjoyed helping solve issues and, and making somebody that was upset because their, their sink was drained, plugged up, happy because we came out and fixed it. I, I, I like that. Um, I like ending a day and going, man, it feels like we did a good job and we did some work. But there was a lot of things that I disliked. A lot of things that I disliked. Um, there was a lot of dishonesty of the three employees that I, that I rode with. All of them lied in some fashion and informed me to lie about things, and I'm not going to do that. Um, they all were breaking rules that were in the employee handbook. They were all, I mean, every single one of them, of the, of the three that I went with. And I don't know if this was the case with all, everyone there, but... Boy, third one was the charm, I guess. I was thinking, okay, when I the first guy that I rode with, I thought, okay, maybe it's just maybe it's just him. You know, same story with the second one. There's a lot of wasting of time, just just 
just doing nothing and getting paid for it and I, that's that doesn't make me I don't like that I've never liked that I understand you you can only work so hard you can't just go 100% all the time that, ah, I'm fine with that but I'm talking about when you're working just kind of going slowly along just walking slow oh, just shuffling your feet and oh we've got to move this thing over here so instead of picking it up and just actually lifting it over there we're just going to kind of scoot it with my foot just kind of take two minutes instead of 10 seconds to do this thing oh i need a i need to get all of these parts over here in this box so i'm gonna scrape them with my foot across the floor over against the wall and then along the wall a little bit just because i i, I don't know and then then i'll pick them up why didn't you just pick them up where they were at originally and put them in the box why do i don't a lot of just wasting time and oh I'm gonna park the car here and leave it running so it shows up on their system like we're still moving and they we won't get in trouble for being stopped but I'm just gonna have a smoke break now oh uh, okay oh I'm gonna pull off the to the side of the road and in, in this neighborhood well why are we stopping here is this a job oh no I'm just gonna visit with with somebody here Oh, okay, uh, all right. I, you know, oh, hey, if anybody asks, we've been, we, we were working the whole time. Um, no, we weren't. I did about 10 minutes worth of work, maybe, maybe that much. I used a pipe cutter to cut off two things. I uh, know, four things, two, two in one location and two in another location. And that seriously took me maybe 10 minutes, all told. And definitely not more than 15. And you did all of your work, stuff that I didn't know how to do and that I was watching you. You, you could have done it all in half an hour, easy, easily in half an hour. But somehow we were here for th four hours from one o'clock, well, one th three and a half hours. I'm not okay with that. I'm, I'm not. And the, the first problem that I had was all the smoking. It seems like everyone there smoked. And so, like, okay, you know, all right, everybody smokes. I'll just just deal with it for a time, and then once I get in my own van, then, then I'll be good. I just won't have to be around it. That's, you know, I can deal with it. But then it was just this rampant dishonesty, rampant lying. It just one thing after another and I said I'm I can't do this I'm not playing this game anymore and uh, when I talked to my wife about it she was she suggested that I go into work today and I said you know what I don't I don't think that's the best idea and here's why if I was at a table playing poker and I knew for a fact because I'd seen it happen multiple times, not just once, but multiple times, that everyone at the table that I could see was cheating. They had cards hidden up their sleeves and they were they had extra decks in their pockets and they were making their own, their perfect hands. And I was losing, I just kept on losing because I could see they're cheating and I'm not cheating. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna lose because they're just making their perfect hands and they, they look over and they look right at my hand and 
and then, then, then they tweak their hand to make it so theirs beats mine. Like, ha, I beat you. Okay. When do I get up from that game? And one person might say, well, you know, what you should do is look around to see what other games are being played. And then once you can go and play another game, then you should go and do that. So that's, that's the person that says, what you should do is you should just stick out your job and then look for another one. Just, just deal with it. Just keep on doing it. At least you're getting some money. And then, then leave your job. So that's like the person saying, well, you just keep on playing the cheating game. You just keep on doing it and look around. And then once a blackjack table opens up, then you can go over there. Okay, what if the blackjack doesn't table up, does, doesn't open up for a while? Well, then you just, you just stick it out until one does. Maybe, maybe a roulette spot will open up. Maybe somebody will get up from one of the, the slot machines. Okay, so I just keep on playing this game where everybody's cheating? Yeah, yeah, you just keep on playing that game. And my thought is no. No, I don't. I don't keep on playing that game. Once I see that everybody's cheating and I and I tell that it's it's not just a it wasn't just a one-time thing where a guy cheated once and then he left and that was it and he got caught and you know, oh hey, well we watch out for cheaters and if you're caught cheating, you will be banned from this establishment for life. You'll be gone. That'll be it. Done. No second chances. You're out. No. The cheating is rampant and it was allowed and just kept on going on and on and on. Well, I think it's my job to just leave as soon as I know that there's cheating. Once I see that that's what's happening, then I go, okay, I'm, I'm gone. <clears throat> if I can't find another game where there's no cheaters, then I guess I'll just keep on looking and looking. And if I just can't find one at all, then I'll just keep looking. Because at some point, another game is bound to show up, certainly. And I guess if it goes long enough, maybe I'll start my own game. Now you might say, well, what business are you going to start, Dell? I'm not saying I'm going to start a business. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. But I can keep on working on my writing. I can keep on doing these podcasts. I can keep on writing my little stories. I keep on working on my book. So that's the game that I'm going to play. <clears throat> I, I won't play the dishonesty game. I see where it goes. And I don't, I will not contribute to that world. I won't fucking do it. All right. I love you. I'm going to take off now. Bye.